Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mic check. Mic check, waifu, waifu. King Teliano, is that you? What's good, my brother? How you feeling today? I'm feeling well, man. Mike Check Waifu Waifu is back after taking a, a field trip over to Black Anime Podcast, which was a oh. lot of fun. That episode yeah. was a lot of fun. So if you guys don't know, we featured on Black Anime's podcast uh, with the homie, the, the lost homie, Aaron. Um, he uh, We had him on two weeks ago and we were on his last week. Um, his episode, Our episode of his is season two, episode five, uh, Black Culture and Anime. So check that out. Uh, make sure y'all listen to that. It's a real fun episode, man. I, li- I re-listened to it back and I'm like, yeah, we had a blast. You could tell it was supernatural, super chill. So go check that episode out for us. But this is Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Welcome. This is episode 35. As always, I'm your host, Polo. That's Till. And uh, as we start every week, we like to thank our sponsor, Lou Complex. Shout out to Lou Complex. Go to LouComplex.com and use that offer code Waifu to save. Also, as well... As our Patreon producers, let me go to our Patreon producers just to make sure I'm, I'm correct on on who we got producing this week episode, which is almost not that much different than usual. But of course, we got the homie Connor. Connor hold us down on the gaming side of things. Monique Williams, Chris Goodywin, and the homie D Prince. Shout out to y'all for sponsoring the pod or not sponsoring the pod, but you get what I'm saying. Producing the podcast. Yeah. We love y'all. Keeping us going. Keeping us going. You guys are absolutely incredible. D Prince gave us that topic last week. The greatest anime swordsman, man. It went well. It's still it's still doing extremely well on the listens too, by the way. Sure. So shout out to you for that. Um we got a great topic for you today. Um we also got my hero to talk about in the second half of the show. And I cannot wait to talk about that. I got some things to say. Uh-oh. But but if you listen to Black Anime Podcast, I already shared this information there. I want to start this episode off with uh, your boy Polo announcing that he is completed, or he has, I should say, he has completed season three of Haikyuu. Um, For everybody that don't know or that didn't listen to last week's episode or our episodes coming up, leading up to this one, your boy Polo do not like sports anime. I hate it. But everybody on Twitter, especially Tell, kept telling me to watch Haikyuu because it has everything that I like knowing that I like slice of life anime um and man dog right after we aired we uh right after I edited and aired episode 34 I finished season two and season three in the span of two days I did not stop watching that shit I couldn't stop watching that shit it was incredible. It's incredible. It's the best sports anime of all time, even though I only watched three. So, I honestly, I have to agree with you. And I've, I've clearly, I would say, I mean, I've probably watched as much sports anime as you, if not more. And uh, Haikyuu, it has breached my top 10 easily. Oh, and I, I think that if these movies, because I haven't watched the movies yet. Me either. So Me either. Good point. They're on Verve. So I'm going to watch those. And then 
when season four is finished because I don't want to watch week to week because my that. heart will break. My heart will break if I watch week to week. I know Same. it will. So first of all, Haikyuu is way intense to watch week to week. Sure. Like I don't even I don't even know why they even bother. Like <laughs> they better off just doing like the Netflix thing where they just drop the whole season. Yeah, yeah. And you just watch it because if I had to wait week wait week to week to watch Haikyuu. No, it's over. I'm done. It's like, a wrap. My heart is gonna break. I'm gonna cry in between weeks of episodes. Yep. I'm gonna hate the I'm show. Done. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it straight out. Oh, not not that I would hate the show, but I would hate the show for basically giving me blue balls. Like I, there's no way in <laughs> yeah. hell that it's I could do that show. It's like the ultimate like mixture of blue balls between like character development and yes. then like you just want to see what happens next, right? So let's talk about. Oh my god, it's so wonderful! Can we yeah. talk about Haikyuu? Because we let's, haven't had like a, a real deep dive talk about Haikyuu. Let's we do wasn't it. expecting to do this topic, but I feel like it deserves this. Let's do it. Um, Season two, right? Okay, so our this is what should we just rate it? But it's only up to season three, even though season four isn't done yet. Yeah, let's not rate it yet. Let's not okay. rate it yet. Okay, 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 okay. I'm getting let's, too hyped. Let's at least get to season four. We don't necessarily let's necessarily say we don't have to watch the movies. I'm gonna watch the movies anyway. This yeah, next week. Me too. But once season four is finished, then we rate it. I got you. That's a good deal. Or, or at least see, because if the way season four ends, depending on how that ends, we may decide not to rate it yet. Because, you know, it could end up going into like- A season five with another 10 episodes or some shit like that. <laughs> right. Um, so let's, let's just play that by ear. Okay. Um, when, it, when it feels ripe in time, that's when we'll do it. But yeah. um, let's just talk about it. Let's get let's get some ideas. Let's let's. Um, this has some of okay. First off, I'm gonna start off. I watched the dub. The whole thing dub. The mm-hmm. dub is literally. I said this on Black Anime Podcast. So if you're a, a crossover fan that listen to both of our podcasts, I will be repeating some stuff. So I'm, I apologize for that. But bear with me. The the show's dub is the the best dub ever. Ever. I never heard anything done so I never heard anything done so well you don't understand like you grow so attached to these characters I don't forgot it was an animated I was even watching it it was that good that good um but as far as like the cast of characters the -hmm. best group of characters since Astralos in space for sure for sure, even though they did it first, so I guess Haikyuu is the is the is the carrier of that tor- torch for sure. The best cast of characters ever. You care about every last one of them. Yes, yes. I just I yes. don't know. Yes. I'm speechless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, season one, um, we watched that already. We kind of talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. the 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 best thing about season one is that it kind of was that introduction. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw these characters kind of show their initiative and their willpower to want to be more and, and do more. <sighs> Season two, we saw them apply and try and want to like, like actually try and learn things, right? Mm-hmm. Season two seemed like the season of failure. Yeah, so the first half of the season was them, was the season yeah. of absolute failure. Yeah, getting mauled, <laughs> right? Every five seconds, it, they was losing to something. They was, but they was learning, yep. and we saw that it didn't matter what they were losing to. It seemed like even though they were losing, they were learning, right? So that's what didn't turn you off to it. It's like, it, it, dude, dude, let me just let me just say something. I'm sorry to interrupt you because you go ahead, bro. You, you are, we, we ain't here. You're absolutely right. 
the structure of season two was by far some of the best structure I've seen in any any anime, like not just slice of life, because the first half of it is nothing. OK, so I'm going to just say this. The first half of it is the failure. They're, they're training to get better. And then the second half of that season, episode 13, 14 on, is them starting to slowly apply that. And get better and other people starting to, to understand like the processes of training and getting better and understanding each other's play style and yes they're still losing they're still getting their ass whooped but they're training and they're learning and they're growing together and that shit is the best that character development and that show is top it's, it's and, a 10 and even like so even like the sprints and the dives yes, yes. came into play like the fact they lost and had to do so many dives came into play into yes. how these how these guys played in season two when they Straight actually up. came around to getting into game time. Um, like how they were sprinting up the hill and stuff. All of this stuff came into play. And honestly, like, yo, who wrote this story? Facts, <laughs> like, bro. Come on, like, come on, my dude. Like, so like um, the lost homie Aaron was talking about how as a person who played sports, right, you could really appreciate Haikyuu. Yeah. And I remember playing for, um, in Cleveland, the Maple Heights Lions. Um, I remember playing for Milkovich and Maple Heights High School Mustangs. Yeah. And I remember grinding, like the coaches being like, before you can even hit, before you can even hit Coach a baseball, before you can, yeah, before you can even hit somebody with, uh, with football equipment on, before you can even run the, the cross-country track, before you can even do all of that, right? Yeah. You had to like condition at first, right? Mm-hmm. It was like this grind that all the coaches would always make you do. And Facts. it was like it would pay off, right? Before I could run 10 miles straight and cross much cross country, uh, your boy had to uh run a mile mm-hmm. uh, or had to run from the middle school all the way to the high school, take a, a five minute break and then run back to the middle school. Yep. You know? Uh, before I could hit anybody with pads on, we had to run straight two up. miles around the track at the high school. So it was. It's like these these kids in this in the show. It, it feels like something that was real because I I did this. Other people have done this. This is right. what like coaches want you. They want you to grind. And these characters they grind and they grind and they grind. And it's application. You mm-hmm. see it pay off. There's nothing more fulfilling, honestly. A- like, absolutely, nothing more fulfilling. Now let's let's take a step back. Okay. Now, how much volleyball knowledge did you have before watching the Haikyuu? Surf <laughs> and spike, right? Spike, that's, that's, that's all we knew. Maybe it's block. That's yeah, it. <laughs> it's all we knew is the surf, spike, and block. But the way that this anime teaches somebody who can know nothing, and not, you can know absolutely zilch about volleyball, the way it teaches you and slowly introduces you to the rules of volleyball, to what what players' roles are, to how the court is set up, to who does what and when, and how the rotations go, like. It is insane. I know what a chance ball is. Watch. Well, I, sh- yeah. I don't. I shouldn't know what a chance ball is. I can. I can spike the ball as long as I hit that line. Mm. It ain't out. Right. <laughs> you know. I got that point. I know what um, a libero is. Why would I know what a libero is, bro? That's it's what insane. I'm saying. Oh my god. It's <laughs> so good, dude. It's so good. Man. It's, it's so good. And that. I can't. You can't underappreciate how great this show is. And I'm sorry, we're just going to sing Haikyuu praises for 11 minutes of this episode. (laughs) But it's totally worth the watch. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. You have to. It's one of the greatest sports anime. It's the greatest sports anime of all time. 
Um, it's definitely cracking my top 10 easy. I mean, easy. that's without a fucking question. Um, easy. Maybe one day we'll give you our full top 10, but since we only have our top fives out, but like this is in it. I'm a, I'm a for sure say that. So um, I, as we talked about before, uh, when Polo first told me he had watched Haikyuu, I was a little shook because of his introduction to it, how he introduced <laughs> that he had watched Haikyuu. <laughs> now that he's singing such high praises, I expect nothing less than my highly appraised brother uh, who who enjoys these kind of qualities in anime. So, Polo, I appreciate <laughs> I am so happy that you enjoy this show as much as I do, bro. So very much. It's... it's uh, it's been a great ride and I can't wait to I can't wait to get more. I can't wait for season four to be over. Right. And you know what? To be honest, yes, I finished season three and I'm like clamoring for more, but I'm not like I'm not lost without it. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I'm to be honest, the way it wrapped up in season three, I'm so excited about. Like it could have been done and I would have been fine, but it's still going. So that's why I'm like not I'm not too like Oh, I gotta hurry up and watch season. F- I want to watch season four. Of yeah. course, I'm gonna watch season four, but I'm not like I need to watch season four because season it's three like, ended so well. It ends on like it's not even like a cliffhanger. It's like no, you it's know not. there's more, right? You yep. know there's more. Um, but it it leaves you at a point to where like you can kind of imagine the rest, and then yeah. there's, they're, they're gonna give you the rest later, right? But you don't have to like super thirst over it, you know? Exactly. So, that's I'm, awesome. I'm comfortable waiting. But good news, everybody. So because I watched Haikyuu, literally all of it, Tell mm-hmm. decided that he's going to watch Clannad. So we're going to talk about that probably sometime next week. Um, he exposed me. He exposed me. I had to. I had to. I am Because I'm so glad that you're watching it. I don't know if it's going to put you in the same place that it put me because of where I was back then when I watched it. Because mm-hmm. the show is old as hell. It's like, what, 2008? Or something like that. I will tell you, so starting it off, it actually looks very good. It looks phenomenal. I I almost feel like you told me that in the beginning it was boring or something like that. And it it's different. It feels it doesn't feel really boring. It almost feels like it has a like a a kind of like tenseness to it in the beginning. You ain't seen nothing yet, brother. It just okay, I haven't seen anything yet, but I'm saying it feels kind of actually tense and I'm surprised. So I'm we we got this, we're gonna see. It's just slower. That's all. It's not that it's boring. I don't think it's boring. I think that it's slow, but I don't. Th- I definitely don't think that it's boring. So yeah. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about that. Hopefully next week we'll see. I, I kind of put it up, brought it up on the show because I'm kind of hoping that that means next week he'll have it done. Um, and I if y'all, if y'all don't know, Clannad is my number one anime of all time, and it's not even for the reasons of our objective scale. Like I don't, I don't even think it is scale high on our scale. To be 100 percent honest with you. It's just what it, the impact it had. Yeah, it's it's fire. Um, yeah, I think our listeners by now will understand that our objectivity versus our personal likes are two different things. Yeah, facts. Objectivity is honestly just us telling the truth mm-hmm. and realizing what the quality of something is versus even our, though that's still our opinion. Yeah, our. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Our person, our personal um, likes and dislikes yeah. is more like. Hey, this ranks this way for me because this is just what what resonates with me. Exactly, this is what I like. You know? Facts, facts. Ah, uh, yeah. So, great stuff, man. Great stuff. All right, let's roll into this topic. Um, let's go. This topic is 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 my favorite time of the year. Each season, or not? I guess it's not the favorite time of the year. It's favorite time of the season. 
where we rank um, the seasonal anime that has came out uh, in recent years. So we're going to do the current, like, more frequent or newer uh, anime of winter 2020 season. So, for example, it's going to be The Plunderer, The uh, Infinite Dendrograms, The Dharma's Games, The inspector it's going to be those animated that are currently ongoing like fresh and new to this season yeah. we're going to rank those give you our thoughts on them talk about them a little bit maybe not spoil it as much as we usually yeah. do <laughs> kind of like how we we said this is what we're interested in this season yeah and this is what we actually watched and enjoyed this season exactly exactly so going from there um do you want to start with the, the with the five and then go down or you want to start maybe with some disappointments or uh how about we do this we go from five to one. Mm-hmm. Before we say one, we say our disappointment. Let's do that. Perfect. What a perfect layout. All right. So for five, for your boy Polo. Let's go. I'm going to have to go with uh, Infinite Dendrogram. Okay. No. Yes. Yes. Infinite Dendrogram. I, I do like the concept of it. The show isn't executing properly for me, though. It's not... It's not a go out and must watch. It's a you can wait till the dub is done. The dub isn't that great, to be honest, either. But you can wait till the dub is done and like throw it up on a monitor in the background while you're doing something else. Yeah, and then glance over when you see. Yeah, exactly. And then throw it on when you're seeing something, when you're seeing something cool happening. Um, yeah. It's okay. Uh, the Infinite Dendrogram is basically uh, SAO, but worse, like way, way worse. It doesn't have really, <laughs> doesn't have You're really not engaged with the characters. Anymore. Exactly, you don't care about these characters. I don't really know what the fuck is even going on. I kind of got a gist of it. They're trying to figure out who these player characters, who these player killers are, and it's not that interesting because it's not even real any real like punishment other than you get banned from the game for twenty four hours if you die in the game. Um, it's an isekai that's just not hitting as hard as it should. So Infinite Dendrogram for me is you can you should watch it, but it's not a must watch. So it's going to be number five for me. That's crazy. Um, So Polo and I normally agree on things, obviously, Uh, not all the time. Uh, This is going to be one of them times we agree because (laughs) Infinite Dendrogram is my number five for the season. Um, I went into went into this expecting great things from Infinite Dendrogram. Me too. And I'm not going to say necessarily great things, but I expect it better like i would say infinite digital ground for me is below average but it's not low enough to be like complete trash yeah exactly it's not low enough to not be on this list yeah so infinite digital ground rates at number five for me as well and um it's mostly for the same reasons that like i i want more i want more character development and obviously it's still early on was like five episodes in yep um so there's still more room to grow and more development to be made or had um but with such a cool concept, like I said, I love the embryo concept. Oh, yeah. I just, I just don't think it's really being like, like I would have loved if our embryo or his embryo was unique or, or yeah, unique, but wouldn't have popped up so soon. Right. Yeah. Like would have shown like signs of doing something. And right. he's he's kind of embracing and growing it instead of just like. Yeah, it popped you. out and it's done. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I get it. I'm not writing a story, but. I'm here to judge, and yeah. that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> even if, even if the show, like, if nobody, okay, I understand that everybody gets the embryo, but like, I think it'd be great if he was 
and it's, it's so cliche for me to even say this, but it, I think it would have been great if he was the only one that got this embryo and it like slowly was hatching and it became something like characters. Yeah. Can have their own unique weapons and skills and stuff. But when it came to the embryo thing, I think that should have been unique to our main character. And maybe I would have felt more attached. Everybody in this world gets an embryo. Everybody in this world has, you know, a certain skill. I don't know. And, and that's where, like, like I said, I agree is that like the embryo thing. I like the concept of everyone having an embryo because it, it shows the development of the world, right? Everyone gets something like our Kuma dude, the, the bear dude, his embryo is more or less like his gun. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Other people's embryos might be like magic or something like that. Our main character's embryo is a, uh, a human-esque form. Um, Which is multiples of those around that world. That's what I mean. Like if that human form yeah, was only unique to him, that would have been It should have been more uncommon yeah it should have been more rare it should have been exactly. legendary epic kind of level right yep. like if i'm in borderlands and everybody got the same infinite shooting gun i got like is it yeah. really epic is it really legendary exactly you know that's that's all i'm saying is that he he should have they should have made it seem more rare like and and then to me in my personal opinion who they met i'm not gonna try i'm not trying to give away too many words, but who they met who had like the incubus or succubus mm-hmm. embryo the pamp- shit that shit that shit better like yep. why would i want a human when i can have a whole ass half demon exactly embryo? like yeah. can i can i get that shit right there my dude when and i'm honestly might, might, might make more sense later i'm just saying well i guess we'll see we'll we'll give these the final ratings we're not even going to do rate uh, all of these shows on the official my check waifu waifu scale but we will like give our thoughts on them at the end of this season um, but yeah, I totally agree. It's number five for that one. You want to go with number four? Oh, you want me to lead? All right. Yeah. My number four, I only watched one episode of it, but I actually think it completely deserves it. And it's Doro Hidoro. Mm. And I wasn't going to watch this at first because um, I don't like watching things that garner too much hype. But I actually started this. I only watched one episode, and it it seems really good. Where'd you so find I, it? Um, on the site that shall, by, shall not be named. Oh, so it's Amazon. I think it's on, I think it's I think it's actually on Funimation though. I just uh, I see it. Okay, it, it, I mean, yeah, I found it on the site that shall not be named. But uh, it actually the animation style doesn't bother me. Right, it's three D. It's not three D as bad as like R.F. Ureta or oh, Comic good, Rocks, good. <laughs> it looks way cleaner than that. And then it does this transition from like 3D to 2D that actually looks super clean where you can't tell it's 3D, but it still has that really clean 2D look. Okay. So it actually looks really good. I'm interested in the world. I'm interested in how the story's going to play out. And I've only watched one episode. And to me, that one episode is better than everything I've seen in Infinite Dendrogram. Oh. So I'm here for this. Um, and it's actually 10th highest rated so far for the year. I see. Yeah. So it might be something I added to the list, actually. It's 12 episodes. Uh... It doesn't even say where it can be found, yeah. which is unusual. Oh, here it is. No, yeah, no. The shade that shall not be named is the only place. Okay, yeah. interesting. For my number four, gosh, man, and it kills me. I mean, not that it kills me to say this, <clears throat> because it should have probably even been number five, but I think I like it just a smad bit better than Infinite Digogram, and that's Plunderer. The only reason why I like it better than Infinite Dendrogram is the world, man. The the concept of these numbers and what they do with them has so much potential of being great. But it's the execution is terrible. The main character, 
is this this jokey um what's a Brock like character that love yeah straight up simp and he just he's not that interesting other than his I really want to know his backstory but I want him to be this he should have been like this super cool character and I guess I understand this anime is one of those animes that's not trying to take itself too seriously like the guy dresses up in pudding with a silly goofy mat and he wears a goofy mask to hide his identity but if this was even if this was even if it decided to be like that take the trigun route like it's or you know what that's exactly what it's trying to do it's trying to take the trigun route but it's failing so bad at it because it doesn't fit this world trigun the way that was set up actually fit that world that it was in this one this world should be a serious um like a serious set with like how if you if your number drops down to zero then you go to the abyss like it should be darker you know what i'm saying more gritty and this one is just not that at all and um i can't stand it i literally can't stand it but i can't stop watching it it's, it's actually annoying so plunderer is one that uh that should and could be better but it's failing so hard it's such wasted potential it hurts my heart so <laughs> what if Plunder does like an entire like a whole one eighty and just turns around and says like we gonna make this good man five I, five had episodes in yes yes it did it did is it is it gonna be a twelve episode series I think so so at episode six they could literally turn this around and be like hey look this is what we really was going for like we wanted to kind of lead you into this false sense of insecurity yeah and then be like bam here's the greatness but it, it's a really bad idea yeah because if they did that they could have lost like so much viewership right. If you, you think know. about it, like the show has like, again, it has its moments where it gets more serious. Like he's like the, our guy licked is fighting one of the lieutenants. The, he finds out one of the lieutenant's number is actually not 900. It was hidden to be uh, 12,500 was his actual number, which means that he's actually extremely powerful. But then come to find out that our our main character licked he who was only 5700 was like oh okay your number is way bigger so i might have a little bit of trouble with you he fights he fights him and he gets captured when he gets captured he breaks out and saying i could have broke out of this at any time the reason why i didn't go as hard as i could was because this chick is trying to keep the city safe and so am i so now it indicates that our guy licked is actually even more powerful than what his number actually says but because it's filled with these shitty ass comedic beats it's horrible timing with these jokes. A lot of fucking it loses fan, all of its impact. A lot of fanfare. It just loses its impact completely and turns into something that is just not good. Like that little bit of excerpt that I gave you, if that was the whole show, you would think, damn, this show sounds dope. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. It hurts, man. It hurts. It's not dope. <laughs> but it's number four for the reason. Better. Yeah, it's it's number four for that for that little excerpt that I gave. That's why it's number four because you could take small seven minute segments from it and look at it like gold. But it doesn't execute fully. At least right. it gets a little bit of gold, right? It a little right. bit. <laughs> so, so all right, number three. What's your number three, Polo? So, uh, for number three, let me go back to the, to the list and show it out what I watched real quick because I want to make sure I'm doing this correctly. Okay. So, the number three is, I mean, it's, this is probably going to be the same for both of us, maybe. I don't know. But all for right. me, it's going to be ID Invaded. ID Invaded is number three. 
Um, this is definitely one of the psychologicals that you should watch for sure. Um, it's not doing anything special with characters. Actually, episode seven, we just got introduced to who these detectives that like kind of runs the whales actually are. Like we actually got their name for the first time in seven episodes, which is crazy to me because like, how did we not know their name the entire time? Yeah. Which goes to show how good the plot and the story is of this show. Like, and, and like the mysterious elements of it, it's kind of predictable. Like we talked about with the with the lost homie, yeah, the world is very enticing, and we were yeah. willing to let the characters go for the world, right? But now, in this most recent episode, the characters are becoming a little bit more interesting because you learn something that is kind of a huge plot twist, and I would not give that away here. I refuse because this is definitely something at number three that you should watch because it's uh most certainly unique. But um, yeah, just look at it like a it's a detective show, um. Yeah. Not a Monster of the Week Detective Conan type of show, but it's a detective show nonetheless. And it's uh, definitely psychological for sure. It, it tries to mess with your brain. If you don't, it's even though it's kind of predictable. And hey, shout out to D Prince or Kush uh, by the Bush. This is his first detective show he's watching. So let us, oh. let us know what you think about that. Hit us up on Twitter after you listen to this episode. Uh what you think about up to episode seven so far get a little quick review from him so um my number three is darwin's game whoa what yeah my number three is darwin's game and uh my only reason number is number three (laughs) (laughs) he broke me Hey, <laughs> my only reason Darren's game is number three is because to me, right now it feels a little predictable, right? It feels a little predictable. I still love the world. I still love how it's playing out. I love the characters, and I loved this latest episode in terms of like how they're kind of like showing that there's someone who is. Uh, don't, don't do that to me, Paul. I'm trying my best. Like how like there's someone that is that they mutually dislike, you know, that there's a mutual disdain for this character. And then a character that we thought was overpowered from the beginning is actually not as powerful as we thought. It might be a little bit of trouble. You know, I like, I like those ideas and I I like where it's going, but I actually, I'm not saying it's, it's the worst. I'm just saying my opinion is that something else is, it's just better. I enjoy it. Wow. Wow, that okay. So our list is going to be extremely different. Wow, whoa, that just fucking threw me for several loops. I mean, I guess you can go to your number two then. All right, my number two is ID Invaded. What? (laughs) I quit this podcast episode thirty-five. The show ends. (laughs) Hey, all right, guys, welcome to Mike Check White Food White Food with your host uh, Polo Born Fly. I'm here with you. King of the aviation squad. You oh know how my I do. god! What? ID invaded right. over Darwin's game. Please yeah, elaborate. Yeah, All right. So, I like ID invaded's story so much, and I love that they that waited shit is so long. I, I I mean I'm not I'm not gonna necessarily like I'm not gonna necessarily say it's not, but what I'm saying is that like I like how they're waiting for the character development and how the mm-hmm. character development is like. 
they kind of waited for a sweet spot for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, they didn't just say, boom, here's character development, right? They didn't just say, all right, show you where the character development is going to be. They kind of sprinkled in hints of character development from episode one, yep. um, episode two, episode three, episode four. And then here, we get to see why or how this person carried out his act to become the detective mm-hmm. and, you know, whatnot, right? And to me, that just seemed it seemed efficient. Like it seemed like for someone like me, I enjoy that delivery significantly better than I enjoyed a delivery. Uh, I'm going to say ID invaded is my number two for the season so far, because in my opinion, it's fire. Uh, it's definitely mention, fire, but not to mention shit. that the music is amazing. Every time I'm not skipping no music on this. No, uh, you're right about that. Period. <laughs> you're right about that. There's no, there's no chance in hell. That I'm going to say also, that is better than Darwin's game, though. I, I mean, I, I, I understand that. I also enjoy the the moments when they're solving the crimes mm-hmm. because, like, I'm trying to decipher why these things make sense. And but there's, there's no way you can. There's no... Yeah. That's the problem with ID Invaded. There's no way, as a viewer, you can solve the crime before they solve the crime because it just doesn't... It They don't show us everything. We only see yeah. a little bit of glimpse of what they can see inside of a well. Because yeah. we don't know everything. Exactly. But I do think that like a lot of the concepts they put together make sense and how they make the puzzles in these make a lot of sense, right? So like they don't just they don't display the entirety of the story to us. And I'm assuming at some point they are going to display it. And if they don't, then Darwin's game will be back above this. Mm-hmm. But I like I like the delivery of how they give us the puzzles. Mm-hmm. And then when they display those puzzles, how they're laid out for us to understand. They, But they don't, they don't give us the puzzle. They give us the answers to the puzzle. That's it. Mm-hmm. They don't ever give us the actual puzzle itself that we know. Okay. The, the lightning is striking. And then she, then she's kind of like talking you through of like the answers of this puzzle. That's mm-hmm. what, like, I would like to have some time as a viewer to, to sit and say, Hmm, Maybe if this is why, but lightning doesn't strike, but this is, and it, that'll get me more involved, but it's just literally, it's, she's dropped in the puzzle. She's literally giving us the answers to the puzzle almost immediately. The moment she's in there. So what Polo just did, um, creator and writer of ID Invaded, is just told you how to make a number, a 10 out of 10 season for episode or for season two of ID Invaded. The easy. Don't give us the answer. <laughs> Don't give us the answer. Let help. Let us figure it out, and then let, like towards the yeah. end. But I, I understand though no, because they have a look at it. Yeah, I understand because they do have a lot to go through in a show like this one though. Like once you put it in perspective, yeah. they got all this shit going on outside of the well, as well as going on inside of the well, then going inside of another well. It's it's like a lot going yeah. on. So honestly, this might be one of those anime like you know how we say it benefits from a forty five minute first episode. Yes. Yes. This might benefit from like the psychopath treatment where you get a 45 minute or an hour long yes. episode and just I give agree. us 12 episodes and that might be fire because we want to discover, we want to decipher information. Yes. It's going to have 13 episodes. So let us, let us figure it out. You know, if yes. you're going to give us 13 episodes, give us extended episodes because we want to see that. I can already tell you how this is going to play out without even finishing it. But I won't do that because it's so definitely you know, you know who John Walker is. One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. Like I, I can't wait. Yeah, it's. I can't wait. It's so simple and that it's actually. If I'm right, dog, I'm gonna tell you after the show. And if I'm right, I'm, dog, I'm, 
playing a lottery or something because this is kind of it's kind of a reach. But I think this is how the show goes. This show's kind of re- kind of reaches. So we'll, right. we'll see from there. Um, my number two is 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 obviously going to be Inspector. Inspector is fan nominal tastic. It's wow. great. It's great in every sense of the word. I love the characters. Um, I don't love the characters as much as I uh, as I could. Be. Uh, no, I do love the characters a lot. I don't love the world as much as I sh- could. I think the world is a little underdeveloped, mm-hmm. but the characters are definitely by far the best part about this show, and they're holding it down. Um, between the character development, we just got the backstory of our of our boy too. I'm definitely not going to go into any deep discussion on this because if you haven't watched End Slash Spectre, you have to watch it knowing nothing because that was the best decision I made in my life. And I know I say that about a lot of anime, but this is one of those for real. You got to know nothing about, um, yeah. even though previous episodes we kind of talked about it. But this shit is great. <laughs> it's great. I love I love the character dynamic, like the the two. That's kind of like main 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 characters um their uh relationship is hilarious you can't help but to love it <laughs> i love her you know what i'm saying uh-huh. i like him um i even like uh saki yep yep she's incredible i might too. like saki more than him i think so too i think i do too but it's intentional it's clearly yeah. intentional like he's supposed to have no feelings because of everything that they just told us today or the most recent episode. Inspector is great. And the reason why it's not number one is because the world is uh, underdeveloped. They underdeveloped. Oh, now it's time for number one. But before we get to number one, I'm going to throw out my disappointment, my biggest disappointment. Boy, that's going to be what my most anticipated was. Okay. My most anticipated this season was Pet. Mm. That is my biggest disappointment. I only watched one episode. I'm like, what the fuck? It's supposed to be psychological. It's supposed to be confusing, but it's not confusing in a good way. It's confusing in like, I am wasting my time. I don't, I don't care about anything that goes on. The first episode is about these people getting into people's minds and kind of fucking people's minds up, and it just it tries too hard to be, uh, I guess, convincing. And it's not like two characters you find out are some people that specialize in breaking people's minds intentionally. And it's just, I don't know. It don't feel right. I don't think I will continue it. Um, It's my biggest disappointment because that was my most anticipated. Damn. What about yours? That's that's intense, bro. Because, you know, some people have been liking pet, but. Yeah, I can't. I don't like that shit. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna agree with you because like I haven't I haven't even started it yet. But if if you don't like it because of that, it's trying. I know I know I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna be real with you. I already know. Um, my disappointment is Breakers. Mm. And you know I talked about this. This is the anime where it's about the para athletes trying to join you know the Paralympics and yeah. stuff like that. And I f- I feel like they had a really big chance here. It's because you, know? you watched Haikyuu. It's not even that. <laughs> no, it's not even that. They just had a really big chance. And this, what number five highest rated in twenty twenty? Number five Stop most popular twenty twenty. No way. But the actual dude, bro. I have no idea how. <laughs> I literally have no idea how. Look, but like, 
at least that's what it said on any list. But like, yeah, yeah, no, it is. My issue with this series is that like they had a chance to make these characters mean something to us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't have a disability, but you can make that disability mean something to me. The episodes are only about eight or ten minutes long. Yeah, I see. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with Not an eight or ten minute episode if you make it like you have to make it meaningful. Right. And that's what I went into this for. I didn't go into this for like specifically like sports. Yes, mm-hmm. I did watch Haikyuu and I'm I want some some Haikyuu action, but I don't necessarily want Haikyuu action in my anime about Paralympic or para athletes. I wouldn't mind it. You can make this intense. There was like a really cool moment in a couple of these, but there was nothing that was like linking me to the characters, you know? Mm. Like I've done community service and I've I've helped uh you know you know uh i guess you would say like para athletes or paralympic people before mm-hmm. and none of this makes me feel like that even mattered you know i feel like this this whole series was like almost like a letdown like you could have given me more you could have gave me um more feeling or insight yeah and it just it just didn't deliver and that that's why it's my disappointment i wanted more and i'm, I'm sorry for it because it didn't give it to me so would this one have been better if it was actually 24 minutes what would they have put into it? I don't know. You tell me. Because they could have they could have made it 24 minutes mm-hmm. and gave us more feeling. But I think, honestly, I don't think it's the time frame. I just think it's the delivery. Like, mm. if they had gone in, because, like, even the very first episode, right? The very first episode, if I recall, they go in, dude's playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, uh, the, like, uh, alloy legs, like the, the metal legs or whatever. Because okay. he yeah. doesn't have his regular legs. And he's like playing basketball. The coach is like watching him play basketball, and he he can't really like go all out and score because he's he's handicapped. He right. doesn't have the ability to to go all out with the people who have like regular legs, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Have you thought about playing in a wheelchair?" And the kid's like, "In a wheelchair? You know, why would I want to?" Okay, so he sits in the wheelchair and plays, and he realizes. This is harder than it looks, right? Right. You could have made that moment intense. Like, this is harder than it looks. Like, how? So, why can't I turn and do, like, you could have given us development even in that eight minutes. Like, you could have shown us that, like, even though this character was 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 already disabled and already had a hard time playing with, you know, alloy legs or not real legs um, or, uh, you know, had a hard time in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Now you put him in a wheelchair and you, you didn't really give us an adequate reason as to why it was more difficult to play in a wheelchair or even why it was better for him to play in a wheelchair. Why would you even recommend him playing uh, in a wheelchair? I see. If it, if it didn't make a difference. Why so, why would you? I got you. So so it was no, no actual sh- struggle or it was actual struggle, but it wasn't like a struggle... It wasn't even like it was the struggle. It was just there was no structure to the struggle. No struggle. Like, yes, you, that's what I mean. Hey, put him in a wheelchair. Play in a wheelchair. For what? Why? Right. Why right. don't I want to play in a wheelchair if I got legs? And if I and if if it makes sense for me to play in a wheelchair, even though I have legs, what what edge does it give me? What what reasoning? Am I playing in a wheelchair so I can actually compete with others and show my talents that I normally have when I'm standing up? Yeah. Well, it was just it was lackluster entirely and. I just feel disappointed that I watched it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I feel like they could have gave us a better uh, handicap 
you know, inspiring show. Yeah. And I, I sincerely hope that they turn it around. Straight up. Straight up. Hopefully they do. Um, now, to number one. My number one is going to be Darwin's Game. For the opposite reason that Tell says. Darwin's Game is fucking phenomenal. Now, I understand it seems predictable because it seems like our friend needs... I don't even see how you see it as predictable because, to be honest, I didn't think nobody could take her down. But it makes sense in why she got taken down because her her sigil does not work in the area and where she was. It was she was at a huge disadvantage, so she tried to retreat, fell miserably. We come up to this mysterious girl who literally seems to be so OP that is actually crazy. And now we're starting to get this whole but at the same time that this is happening, our whole group of people that end up coming together because this is a it's a it's a way bigger threat than anything that we thought. Is coming about. Uh, it's it's just structured so fucking well, and I can't, I cannot stand the fact that I'm watching this week to week because I just want to fucking keep going. I want to know what's gonna happen next every single time, dog. Every single time, like the main character. I don't. Man, he's like your typical main character. His his drive is so strong. No matter what, he's definitely weak, but um, mentally powerful. Like he, I I just appreciate that. Uh, and the way it was given to us and the way he is and I just feel like it's just it's just the best show so far yeah so I'm not taking that away from him here's here's why I say it's predictable is that I knew as soon as I saw this girl that they show and I mean obviously this is this issue they show her like having this water power right and you can tell from the beginning. All right, when they first introduce this girl, they say a boy. This boy has, or, or the girl says, this is a boy who has this water mm. power, right? So she clearly has some kind of split personality, right. and that might have something to do with her sigil. Now, clearly, she can control water, and she can do regular water flow or freezing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she's going to end up being another character who clans with our main character. I, I mean. She's in the intro, so obviously, you know, like that's. But like the the weird firefighting dude is in the intro too, and he's just gonna be another enemy. I just think because like they the way they show her in the intro is that she looks like she's a threat. Mm. You know, they didn't show her as like someone who might clan and member with them. So yeah. to me, I feel like because like I didn't think the skullhead dude was gonna be in our party. Mm. I didn't think that, but I knew Damn. we sort of spoiling it. We gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry listeners <laughs> our but, fault um, we got it into it but yeah no but you're you're I, right you're right i i do think though that like darren's game is great and i think that it has i think it has a great chance to push forward i just need delivery you know i, I need i need some spont- some spontaneity dog it is it's there it's okay we're gonna wait this is one that we're gonna come back to we're gonna revisit this episode because i guarantee you Tell's going to change his thought if Darwin's game continue to be as good as it. I hope it don't drop off for me and I don't eat my own words here. But I love it. And I think Tell will too by the end of it. For sure. My number one. I already know. (laughs) I I mean, I know you know. My number one is is Inspector. It's not wrong. And it's Inspector because... I wasn't expecting to enjoy like not even the main characters much. I was I wasn't expecting to enjoy 
um, the two female characters as much, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess if we're being fair, you know, one of them is technically the main character. Uh, yeah. And I feel like we now have a, a threesome of main characters mm-hmm. who honestly, they're all understandable. Um, yep. What would you do if, you know, you were forced to eat? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What would you do if you were for if this power is forced to get forced mm-mm, on you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't what even would do you it. do? What would you do if you became? Don't even do it, man. That's I'm not. not I'm, even, I'm just saying. Don't I'm not trying to go any it, further, bro. Know nothing like, about this show. It's the best way to go into the yeah. show. But in this position, though, right? Like, do they not all make sense on how they respond? Yes. Or how their response is, and uh, even looking at how this latest episode went when they were engaging in these different combats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, you know, cause like totally, totally. And that's just, it makes sense. I love when they figure out and solve things. It just feels, it yep. feels like where ID invaded didn't give us. Yes. Because it seems like we can figure this out, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like something that's too difficult for us. And then they implemented some things that were in legit Japanese culture in terms yep. of like fears and stuff. I loved it. I was like, let's fucking dog. Go. We, we, we had the opportunity to figure out what this episode was about last episode. And then they discussed what this episode, what this was about this, ep- this most recent episode. You just, you get what I'm saying? Like the mystery of this whole, of the, the past two episodes us as viewers had the opportunity to solve it last episode. That's the difference between this and ID Invader. ID Invader doesn't give you the opportunity because it kind of throws it all at you all at once. But this and then episode, they solve it for you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then explain how they solved it. But this one, on the other hand, like gave you time to mar- it gave it time to marinate and the mystery to build. But then when you're watching last week's episode, you're like, oh damn, I get it. Oh shit! And in this week's episode, and then they explain exactly what you feel like you got, and it's not predictable. Yes. It makes you feel smart. It's phenomenal. It's just great. Inspector is great, but I, I highly suggest if you're listening don't to know any, anything about it. Yes, do not know anything about it, bro. Because once you learn about the stuff that we know now, you be like, God damn, it all makes sense, including uh, how certain characters act and what's the reason why they act that way and. Yeah, part and I guess part of my like my enjoyment for it is because Monique and I enjoy um, Japanese like spiritual culture Same. in yeah. general. Like, and this is how I know Monique is my personal wife, how I always knew that she's gonna be mine. Uh, when we first started talking years ago, I didn't even know she looked in, in into that kind of stuff, like how Japanese yokai and spirits work. And she had already known a lot about that stuff, and I was just like. That's my baby. I love her. <laughs> she, she knows. She knows. So, yeah, I just... Oh, that's a J. Kerr song, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hey, if you listen to this episode, we shout you out. Um, but that was... I don't know. It's just another thing. Is that, like, if you're into that culture... Yeah. That's going to be another inspiration for Straight you. up. Straight up. That's a good one. That's a good number one. Like, it was... You, like... You can interchange uh, our ones and twos, and it'd be like, abs- you're absolutely right. Like, there's no way you'll be wrong with putting Inspector number one. Mm-hmm. You are wrong for putting Darwin's game three, though. Um, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll just mess around with you. But yeah, um, this is where we would take a break. But do you want to just go right into the My Hero Talk? Because we 51 minutes in and skipped a break this week. 
All right. I'm sorry, Mike Chick, waifu, waifu listeners. We don't have a banger for you this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I love y'all. It's 51 minutes in, so we want to we want to have y'all actually, you know, hear our thoughts. Conversation was too good. Yeah, it was way too good. So good. I want you to hear our thoughts on this My Hero episode because I got some. Yeah, I, I know. I know what your thoughts are already. Do you really? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let me just start. This is the part where we spoil uh, My Hero, the entire most recent episode. Um, this is the uh, shit. I mean, what do we call it? The part of the podcast where we just cover an ongoing anime that we both are watching, that we both have to watch no matter what the week is. Mm-hmm. And that's My Hero. Um, this episode was the best episode of the season. I knew you was going to say that. This tops the overall episode for me, the fight and everything. This tops the Mirio fight for me because this episode I feel was way more important to the integral story of my hero as a whole. Like the overhaul shit happened. It was beautiful. It looked great. It was a good episode, but I feel like this was much more important to my hero academia than that was because I mean, that shit is over. It's done. It's gone. But this shit right here, this shit here here was very 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 important to both Todoroki and uh, Bakugo Bakugo. like yeah man this is what they needed because I hated Bakugo I hated him I couldn't fucking stand him I still can't stand well I I can stand him more now you can stand him now yeah (laughs) yeah but like I could not stand he he was just fucking annoying and his motivations weren't there at first or but to see that he learned something throughout all of this time, to see that he actually physically, mentally learned something in his, I guess you can call it shameful, in his most shameful time, is the most beautiful shit about this. It's character development. So the great thing about Bakugo's character development in this episode is that he couldn't do anything in this episode. Yes. His quirk would have messed everything up because he is King Explosion Murder. Yep. You know, he has a, a quirk that literally blows stuff up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to come up with an idea. He had to be the idea so that he could be a hero. Yep. You know? Because he had to realize that even though I want to be a hero and I can do all these cool things with my quirk, he had to realize that I got to set this aside. Straight up. Because if I if I come in here on these kids, I can definitely beat all these fights for yeah. sure. <laughs> Blow all of their faces off. But if he if he were to do that, where would everything, where would the story go? How exactly. would how would these kids change in the future? And you know, how would these characters develop? And then we had like uh Todoroki's development, because before we leave Bakugo, Bakugo hadn't had any we the only last development we saw with Bakugo was when him and Deku fought. Yep. And that's when we, the first time we saw Bakugo kind of break down because he felt weak versus yep. someone he thought was weak. Yep. That was our, our first break in Bakugo. Now we actually see Bakugo developing past that. Yes. So that was beautiful. Now we have Todoroki where he is fighting and he's doing things in front of his father and he is doesn't have a problem using his fire quirk and his ice quirk now. So he's doing both of them, you know, Versus when we first saw him use his fire quirk, what the last time we actually saw him use his fire quirk was with Deku, mm-hmm. and when he fought Deku in season two, you know. Well, he, no, he used it. He used it in the provisional test too. Did with he? The, yeah, okay. with the Windu, but okay. well, yeah, yeah. Well, I he mean, was still spiteful about it. Like, yeah. So 
you know, now he has no problem with using it and doesn't think about, oh, well, I shouldn't use this because of my dad. Right. You know, he has a whole like I it's my power now and I've come to grips in terms with that. I and, think me personally, I think the best character development was Bakugo and fucking Endeavor, dog. That whole side conversation that he was having with All Might, that shit hit. It not only hit me, but it hit me in a place of Endeavor. I'm like, man. Like, oh, when it takes to be the number one hero. Exactly. I just said it my, to myself out loud, actually. I'm in my like, office by myself, straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like, his, yeah. his whole... His whole mentality as he's watching his son do what he needs to do to pass his provisional license, knowing that, yeah, he can fight. He can fight really well, but it's more than that. You have to be more than that to be a hero, not just be a good fighter, not just be all powerful. Like, it's more to it than that. And and to see Endeavor, like, fucking suck that shit up and chill out a bit, cool down, if you will. Yeah. Pun intended. (laughs) and talk about character development even more. Our our number two hero, he let us know what it looks like to be number one and why it's such a, a climb. Yep. Like number one is Mount Everest. Yep. Number two is literally leagues and leagues and leagues lower. Mm-hmm. And he feels like even though he's number one, he isn't the true symbol that All Might was. Yep. So it's like he's seeing now what number one should be and he feels like he's not there. And that's the first, let's say, like Bakugo, that's the first break in Endeavor. Yep. We see what Endeavor is truly feeling. And he I wants love, to prove to his son that he's going to be but a, a hero he can be proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a society, he period. Anymore. He just wants to be like, because he was trying to be the strongest is what he said. Yep. I want to be stronger than anyone ever. And now it's like, it's more than that. Wonderful, man. And, and Todoroki saw that. Which and is you awesome. saw that smile from Todoroki at yeah. the end. That shit was fire. Like even it was the smallest thing. Yep. But he walked away and Todoroki smiled. And I'm like, look back at his dad with a grin. I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah. That shit's dope. Like, man. yo, did Todoroki just smile because his dad was like, I'm gonna try and be a hero you can be proud of. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he understands now, man. He gets it. I needed that kind of male empowerment growing up. <laughs> straight up <laughs> oh that's funny like that that is legit it's legit my favorite episode this season for sure and it, again it wasn't that much action it wasn't that pretty but it was yes man that story that development is what I appreciate the most about my hero because we had it all throughout Deku's entire like career and it, we're still getting it with Deku which I can yeah, appreciate more than anything with other characters you say what now we're getting it more and more with other characters straight up straight up i just love it man it's oh i can't and now i'm back to i can't wait to next week for my hero before i'm like okay i'm ready to watch this shit yeah it was this episode 16 we got mm-hmm. what nine more episodes yep yep so I know where these nine episodes are going to go. Yeah, of course you so I, I'm, I'm clearly not going to say anything, but uh, how do you feel like the rest of the season is going to go? Like, based off the intro, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't watch it. That intro is god-awful, so I don't watch it. Yeah, um, you, didn't even look, you didn't even look at it once. Nope, not once. I can't stand it, dude. It's actually, the moment it comes on, it makes my body cringe. Um, I don't have no idea. I just hope Aerie get her shit together and she becomes... 
she becomes extremely dope. She got the potential to be probably the greatest hero of all time. How with much her time court. are you expecting to pass in this season? I don't fucking know, but I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, Polo. <laughs> Aggression yeah. in this next nine episodes. Like, I, hey, I, I need Aria to be sixteen by the end of this episode. Straight and up, I just can't wait. I can't wait to see if Muriel gets power back. I just want to know what what happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I am looking forward to next week's episode. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm back up. I'm back up on it now. Let's go. Because I fell off this rod. Okay. Definitely. A couple of times this season. So, let's just do a recap of today's episode real quick. Yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, our top five of the season and our disappointments. Polo's disappointment of the of the season being Pet, my disappointment being Breakers. Uh, Polo's top five um, being number five, Infant Dendrogram, number four, Plunderer, number three, ID Invaded, number two, Inspector, and number one, Darwin's Game. And then my top five being Infinite Dendrogram, Dory Hedro, Darwin's game, I didn't beat him, my number one inspector. Uh, and then we actually enjoyed this week's episode of My Hero. Let's go. <laughs> this is, and don't forget like, about okay. the high Q praise we gave at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah, too. we did give a lot of high Q praise because high Q is fire. It's so fire. It's so fire. And then next week, we will be reporting to you live, 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 live. <laughs> With the Clannad. Yes, update. bro. From um, King Taliana himself, myself. I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. I wonder, oh, yeah, I can't. I, dude, I'm fucking mad curious. I got to probably touch up on Clannad, too, because I got to remember what. I think it, I only watched it twice. That's all you need. Um, yeah, because you fucking hard to die if you watch it more than that. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I probably need to brush up on it myself. Fuck. Uh, yeah, we also might have a, another special topic for you next week. Ooh. Tell you want to give us what that special topic is. So, our topic for next week is actually coming straight from the Facebook group, which is really interesting. We have a uh, obviously, you know, we have the Facebook group, but we had a topic in the Facebook group that kind of just was on point. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, Emma Jean. Um, she's in the Facebook group and she says, so I'm in the middle of the fourth great Shinobi war. Could you imagine being an, being an earth user and you have to spew mud out of your mouth to put up a wall? <laughs> and I'm like, damn, nah, I can't. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not spitting mud out my mouth to make a wall for you. Straight up. Like, no. <laughs> and she said, related question. What do you think is the weirdest power in the anime world? So we're going to take that question and we're going to share it because we love that question. Great question. And when we share that question, you know, leave your comments, your ideas, and let's see what you think is uh, the weirdest power in anime world. I already have some ideas for what I'm going to say is my weirdest power in anime world. I got to do a little bit of research. Hey, look, as soon as you look up weirdest anime power, it's going to be like Hamtaro can turn into a ball. Oh, yeah, that's right. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I don't know, but it's going to be something stupid like that. Yeah. So again, listen, I'm just about to go through and name all of our Patreon supporters because I just want to tell y'all thank you from personally, my check waifu waifu, D Prince, Chris Goodywin, Connor, Monique Williams, Cryfu, David Persinger, uh, Robert, Rob, Robbie Balboa, my boy, and Terry. Thank y'all so much for supporting us. We love y'all so very much. It means 
the absolute world to us that you want to support this dream of ours. And maybe that dream would get us to Texas at DreamCon in June. Oh, yeah. God, that'll be the fucking, that'll be the dream. Um, we're going to see about that. Literally. We're going <laughs> we're going to try to maybe work on that. Uh, but we'll close out this episode thanking each and every one of you for listening. Share this podcast with your friends if you can. Rate it on iTunes. That'll help us a lot. We haven't asked for that in a while. Um, please draw out that one negative comment we got because we posted our podcast on Reddit. That was a mistake. Um, <laughs> uh, thank y'all so much for listening. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. And I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter. And as always, Mike my, Check. My, 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 my. Mike Check 1212. My sweet waifu. Is that you?